0: Hello and welcome to Little Birdies' Sports Show of a Monday, First Look. I'm your host, Nikki Sylvester. First Look is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped. Today we are going to roll through the AFL review for round three and the NRL review for round four. I do have MG in the studio with me today. How are you?
1: Good, thanks, Nikki. Uh Testing weekend on a few fronts <laughs> for me, but uh, I've made it through to the Monday. Uh, had an interesting... Uh, day at the cousin's wedding. Yeah, uh, lost uh lost a computer car broken into, so didn't uh set up the weekend too great, but uh anyway, we've uh, we've found a backup computer, and we're ready to roll for this <laughs> week. So uh yeah, the AFL's cracking cracking week overall, really. Um yeah, there's some really close finishes yeah. some crazy finishes yeah. as well. There's uh some real momentum swings in these games we've seen. In the first three rounds, uh, obviously the Dogs and the Swans were close. Uh, we had uh, Adelaide after the Siren, mm-hmm. crazy comeback as well. Um, and Collingwood were putting on a show in their third quarter and then the Cats running uh, back over them. So uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was um, a, a crazy weekend in more ways than one.
0: Yeah, we finally got some um, entertainment in the AFL. We were all on the edges of our seats yesterday as well, watching the Carlton Hawthorne game, um, hoping that the Hawks got over the line. They didn't. <coughs> Top Rope, how are you?
2: Uh yeah, I'm just this is this where I come to, to speak to someone about uh a pay rise at Little Birdie. Couldn't need that after what was one of the complete strip-outs. Uh not a great weekend at all, thanks Nick. Thanks for asking.
0: <gasps> well, yeah, I'm guessing you didn't particularly <laughs> enjoy yesterday's game either. Didn't in, didn't enjoy
2: yesterday's game, didn't enjoy any of the footy, really. We uh had one game that was uh with 14 points. That was nearly the first tryless game. In 29 years, the Titans and Tigers came out to the last play, where the Titans scored an unlikely try to snatch victory from the winless Tigers uh, in a game that has quite correctly been hailed as the worst game of the season, uh, potentially the worst game of the decade. So, got us off to an absolute shocker of a start, and uh, didn't really see a
0: lot in between. I did think it was interesting. I was reading some commentary from the um, from the coach after the West Tigers game, and he actually thought that they were playing okay. He he actually thinks that the team is okay for what's been happening to them, and I just thought this man's delusional.
2: Yep, there's people who live in fairyland, and then there's Michael Maguire who's completely off his rocker. I, I, yeah, you know, if I'd be I'd be looking into his mental health right now because if he thinks they're playing well, <laughs> the week before he said he thinks Luke Brooks is a representative player, and now he thinks they're playing okay. Seriously, this bloke, if, if, he's, <laughs> if he's the guy in charge of sending your club forward. You're in a lot of straw am very, very close it the west side.
1: Sounds like there's some coaches uh, on your dartboard here, Top Rope, early in the season.
2: Uh, there's always coaches on the dartboard, MG, but uh, luckily they're now on the dartboard of a few CEOs, I'd say. So uh, Trent Barrett, Kevin Walters, uh, Michael Maguire, all looking at imminent dismissal, I'd say. I'd say we'll see at least one of those all-round eight, possibly two or three uh, as the carousel rolls on. And St. George's Anthony Griffin, North Queensland, Todd Payton not entirely safe either. So just there's been some absolutely so yeah, aside from the kind of delusional comments of, of Michael McGuire, yeah, you know, Trent Barrett dropping Canterbury's best defensive center so they can play a reformed halfback out on a ridiculous. Uh Anthony Griffin dropping his two best young players for the Saints, ridiculous. You know, Justin Holbrook and the Titans not in strife for a job, but you know, when they when they had to make some team changes, switching these entire side around, they got completely disjointed in the game. They should have yeah, you know, they jumped ten and half point favorites. They were entitled to win that by twenty points, but absolutely got nothing out of it from their coach. So yeah, the 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 depth of coaching there was certainly an issue. And uh I'm going to be very, very happy when we start seeing the axe hang over a few of them.
0: Okay, we're going to come back to top rope a little bit later, but now we're going to go to the AFL round three review with MG. Okay, let's go through the results. So, the Western Bulldogs, they beat Sydney 71 to 60 in a thriller on Thursday night. Then, Melbourne took care of uh, the Bombers 99 to 70. Adelaide beat uh, Port Adelaide 96 to 92. The GWS beat the Gold Coast 83 to 57. Collingwood lost 91 to 104 to Geelong. Brisbane, they dominated the Kangaroos, one hundred and fifty-six to forty-eight. Carlton in a thriller yesterday, seventy-four to seventy-three against the Hawks. St Kilda, they beat Richmond one seventeen to eighty-four, and the West Coast sadly lost to Fremantle, forty-seven to one
1: hundred and two. MG. Yeah, we got a couple of uh, obviously uh, the state teams playing there with the uh, the showdown and the derby. So um, one was unbelievable. Uh, Adelaide winning after the siren, and the other one uh, terrible was turned off very early. It was a disgraceful game to watch the. Uh, West Coast, I don't know where they're at. Obviously, they've got a lot of players out, but uh, I I think the Tow's not far off being thrown in for the West Coast. But, yeah, just run down them. Uh, Bulldogs had to get a win against Sydney. They were were in for the fight for a long way. Uh, Melbourne just uh, did the job against Essendon. They look like they're in a second or third gear at the moment, just doing enough to get get the Ws on the board. Obviously, Adelaide winning after the Siren. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable comeback. Port should have won that game. And uh, let it slip. Uh, GWS... Gold Coast, I don't take much form out of that. Gold Coast uh, aren't travelling well at all, especially on the road. Uh, Collingwood-Geelong was probably probably close to the best match of the round. Uh, Collingwood actually lit it up in the third quarter and got a big run on and looked like, well, they should have had the game done at yeah. six goals in front. Uh, not to kick a goal in the last quarter and let Geelong run over and and Geelong actually covered the, the late line in the end, which is unbelievable. So... Big win for the Cats, um, and uh, and then Brisbane just annihilated Kangaroos. Kangaroos are uh, in for a long season, as we know. Brisbane just clicking along, 3-0. and uh, Unbelievable game also, the uh, Carlton Hawks. Again, Carlton should have put them away. Hawthorne come back, just couldn't get the, yep. over the line. And then uh, poor old Richmond, they uh, had a lead again. And uh, the Saints, uh, I think they kicked eight or nine in a row at one stage so, to turn that game around. So, yeah, some big momentum swings going on in the AFL at the moment, and... Uh, a few coaches have got uh, problems stopping them at the moment. So I think the timeout rule might need to be brought in uh, for some of these games at the moment. Interesting. Uh, we'll just have a quick look at the um, stats from the weekend. It was a pretty solid week for the punters overall. If you're a favourite punter, seven out of nine, six of those covered. Uh, even split the totals at the moment and the home teams are faring pretty well. You can see there on the season, the favourites run at 70%, covers at 56 uh slight leading to the overs at the moment till it settles down, I think, and the home teams are probably down on par at 63% at the moment. So um, that's the stats from the uh, week three.
0: Okay. And if we just quickly have a look at MG's uh, round three AFL sting results, the season tally, uh, what are we not after round reading. three, and
1: 3? Yeah, not pretty reading. <laughs> uh, Sydney had their chances late in the game. Uh, they got it back with a minute to go to uh, five points. Unfortunately, uh, Richmond got the last goal of the game. A uh, lot of movement in the GWS Gold Coast. I thought with the uh, the rain not going out, they got off to a good start, slowed up, unfortunately. and uh, As we've spoken about, Richmond led by 25 points and probably had a chance for a knockout blow. And... Uh, did not score oh. a goal after a contentious, uh, probably uh, free kick that ended up and skilled a goal, and since then they just ran away. And, yep. uh, yeah, Richmond were pretty yeah. poor and at the crossroads.
0: If we just quickly take a look at the AFL premiership market, MG, any thoughts here?
1: Yeah, well, not too much movement. I think uh, Melbourne were $4 last week, so I don't think they make any yeah. difference. Brisbane have come in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Bulldogs winning Carlton yep. continue to f- firm. I think they're going to be unders all year. Um, got a very easy draw, Carlton, so... Um, they could be, be well entrenched in the top four come halfway through the season Ooh. if they keep playing at their level. Uh, but just for me, I think I think away from the top two, I think it's a bit of guesswork at this stage. So you can see a few getting out. Port Power have drifted out to $19, so uh, there would be no takers there. But, yeah, I, I couldn't play away from the top two at the moment yep. if, if I was having a bet.
0: Yeah, you've been with Brisbane the whole way, so we'll just continue on with the Lions. Yeah, they're going okay. Okay, now if we have a quick look at Thursday night's games, so we've got Round Four: Port Adelaide, Melbourne, seven forty at Adelaide Oval on Thursday night. Approximate betting prices at the moment: Port Adelaide two eighty, Melbourne a dollar forty two, and the lines looking to be about fifteen and a half.
1: Yeah, good push early here. Uh, last night they were at eleven and thirteen mm-hmm. for um, for Melbourne. I think that's a bit uh, bit on the low side. So you see the market just. Uh, sharpen a bit so there's a range of 14 to 16 out there at the moment i know it's only monday morning price so it would be interesting yeah. to see how far they push melbourne at this stage for port I, I just think the money will probably tend to go melbourne for a bit at least up to maybe the three gold mark at this stage before it settles out uh, so basically you've got port haven't haven't won a game yet they've got another game at home melbourne are 3-0 as we just said yeah um you know they they're, they're going cool. along well melbourne i don't think they're uh you know they're in second or third gear for mine. They're just getting the job done, but that's okay. As long as you're getting enough Ws on the board, which is what Port would be uh, praying for this week. So if they go down 0-4 Port, um, their season's not far off being done for mine. Um, And I, I just think, I just think this is a good matchup, a good spot for Melbourne, actually. I know Port are going to be at home, but at the moment, Port are having trouble in their their offensive half and mm-hmm. only averaging about 70 points. Melbourne only give up 70 on the defence, so it's evenly matched. And on, on the reverse, Melbourne are kicking average in the 90 points and Port are giving up the 90. So that's where I think the line should be around the three-goal mark. I think it's a bit light at the moment. And I, I just think even if Port... Do can cut out in the midfield. Obviously, they've got Wines and Boke at the top end, so they can definitely match Oliver and Petrarca in the middle. Um, but I, I just think it's going to be one in Melbourne's forward half. Um, that I think they'll be putting too much scoring on the board uh, for Port to be able to offensively match him at this stage. So um, a few stats, pretty even. Melbourne have won two of their last three out at, out at uh, Adelaide Oval. Um, it, it's a 2-2 split. Um and the unders have been very, uh, very pro I know we don't have a total yet, but the unders are 10-2 and 2 in this contest. So uh, I don't think this will be a high-scoring game. I think it'll be maybe around the uh, 160 range being at night as well. So um, at this stage, I lean to Melbourne, and they could get a few players back in their defensive half yeah. with Lever and Hibbard. Uh, at least Lever should, should maybe return this week. So I lean uh, Melbourne's way in the early betting.
0: Okay, fantastic. Now let's have a quick look at the AFL Grand AFLW Grand Final, which is going to be played on Saturday. Uh, so the Adelaide Crows are going to take on Melbourne. Adelaide Crows a dollar sixty-seven and Melbourne two twenty. Approximate line at the moment is about four and a half.
1: Yeah, uh, there were some uh, pretty good uh, prelims going. These are probably the two best sides. Um, uh, finish one two on the ladder, and and last year's. Um, Adelaide played at home, lost to Brisbane in the grand final. So I think their fourth trip back in six years, Adelaide. Yeah, wow. uh, so they're, they're a pretty dominant side. Uh, for anyone following the uh, the women's stings um, that we were putting out, so we backed Adelaide for the flag at the uh, 450 mark, probably at about round four or five of the season. So anyone who's followed that's got a ticket in the final. Um, I, I don't think there's too much in this. I think the market's probably about right. I mm-hmm. think I don't think it'll move too far. Uh, just hoping Adelaide get the job on the day, so they should have a packed house at the Adelaide Oval come Saturday afternoon. Hopefully, I think it's going to be fine weather, so hopefully they put on a good show and uh, Adelaide just get the job done.
0: Okay, there you go. In round four, AFLW back the girls, and here they are in the final. AFL we Stings. need
1: need something to make up for the O three <laughs> weekend, so you
0: hopefully, can't win them uh, all. It's a long season, but here you are, AFL Stings for the AFLW. You're killing it. Yeah, um, well. Thanks, MG Punters. You can locate AFL Stings in the Little Birdie Live shop for $22 a week. You heard it there. He just said in round four and five, they backed Adelaide for the AFLW and here they are in the finals. It's a sign of things to come for the AFL men's season. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with NRL and Top Road. Hey, welcome back to First Look, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a booker you can trust. Bet with Top Sport. Okay, we're going to welcome in Nick Toprope Tedeschi for the NRL Round 4 review. Toprope. Hello,
2: Nick. Uh, yeah, we, uh, uh, it wasn't the most exciting round as I mentioned earlier. In the NRL, we uh, opened up with what was going to be described as an absolutely diabolical diabolical match between the Titans and the Tigers in the Round didn't really get a whole lot better we saw some um, we saw some exciting footy on Sunday but it was very one sided F- uh, Friday night the the uh, sharks beat the knights who tried hard but just were no match for I, I can't say the same very very good the grand final replay uh, was a fairly one sided affair south shot themselves in the foot a fair bit there parents 26 12 they were clearly the class of the league uh, Saturday uh, Warriors beat the Broncos you know, nothing fixture. Uh, Seagulls kind of marked there. kind of sent back in. Uh, has finally got them kind of rolling. They beat Canberra 25 6, and it was a, a, a fairly good game in Mudgee. The Roosters absolutely thrashed the Cowboys, and, uh, and the Roosters kind of their like mainly, they're kind of saying the warm run of the season. Uh, certainly, we helped by three Sinbins and Todd Payton and Bob Deluxe after that game. So that was. Um, uh, a fairly uh, compelling affair for car crash, car crash watchers anyway. And on Sunday, Storm thrashed the Bulldogs 44-0. Uh, Trent Barrett seemed like he uh, had no interest in coaching defence uh, as Ryan Packman has scored four tries. Your man, MG, and then Parramatta thrashed the Dragons 48-14 with some very leery razzle-dazzle football. Including a very good try for flick pass late in the game from Mitchell Moses, so uh, some interesting stuff. But a uh, very one-sided weekend.
0: Can we just go back to the Tooks game? Um, interesting to see your take on those sin bins because obviously that really changed the game for them.
2: First one, the Cowboys player Tom Gil was utterly stupid, holding back a guy who who shouldn't have uh, or who wouldn't have played any a, a role in scoring a try there. So idiot. From the next two, absolute stupidity. What they were getting, what they were getting sin bin for. I top exactly right. Yeah, the bad clubs caught bum wraps
0: that
2: when it kind of comes a 50-50 call. Some they weren't even 50-50. That was just good hard rugby league. So shouldn't have been penalized. You saw, you know, earlier in the day, Jazz Tavunga going in with a cannonball tackle that, that should nearly have been a send-off. Uh knock gets get, get Simbin. And then, you know, and, and we saw kind of repeated, repeatedly worse behaviour. Uh, you know, Blake Laurie, uh, bad chicken wing, and then yeah, you know, pretty much open palms of the guy to the face in the the dying minutes of the uh, Eels-Dragons game with the match and truly stayed on the field. I, I didn't get changed change the game markedly. All the Cowboys were pretty resilient. Look, don't, don't get me wrong, the Roosters deserve to win and win comfortably, but the Cowboys were given zero chance.
0: Now, we we'll just have a look at some week four results here. So the Faves, 7 out of 8 at 88%. Covers, 6 out of 8, 75%. Over totals, 2 out of 8, 25%. And the home team, 7 and 8. Out of at eighty eight percent, and if we go to the season, faves are sitting at sixty six percent, covers are forty four percent, over totals twenty eight percent, and home teams at sixty six percent.
2: Yeah, still seeing plenty of plenty of unders games. Uh, the games that went over were, were were the daytime, the twilight game on Sunday in in match with double to Alliance. Uh, yeah, it was a big weekend for favourites. They certainly bounced back in terms of, of of staying to cover. We do often see that kind of flip around, kind of. Weeks 9 and 10, yeah, probably not taking too much from it. There were some, some some fairly hefty size lines this week, so we weren't expecting a lot of close games and they managed to get the job done. So, uh, yeah, class is, class is certainly going to tell going forward, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I certainly think you, you'd still rather be on the underdogs at this stage than on the favourites to cover.
0: Okay, now if we just have a look at the uh, NRL um, top ropes round four results, we had uh 15 units bet... Um, a loss of ten point seven units. So we got one of five correct. Uh and we're sitting at um just a small loss for the season, four point three four percent. Uh yeah,
2: absolute debacle. Debacle trip you It was uh barely five shot. Uh got the Armers and the Panthers going to snuck in by half a the point there. But uh uh the Raiders never looked likely, the Cowboys never looked likely. Uh I thought they were both good spots. Both uh both did receive some some backing, but uh uh, wasn't to be so you have those weeks. We'll move on to round five.
0: And, and round five, we do have Newcastle-Manly at McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle, 7.50 on Thursday night. Approximate odds at the moment, Newcastle, 2.75, Manly, $1.45 and the line's looking to be about six and a half. No totals yet.
2: Yeah, I'll be jumping all over the, the nights in this line, uh, early thoughts. Uh, big early season, home underdog. still not convinced that Manly away from, from Brookvale. Canberra had their chances, just couldn't put it away. Uh we've mainly significantly improved uh, last week, but I'll, I'll be more than happy to take the nights here getting the big start on third time.
0: Okay, we're just going to take a quick look now at the NRL Premiership Market Top Rope. Anything that you like here? Anything stick out? Any value? <laughs> I,
2: I've certainly been on the chooks the whole way. And I think the $7 there is is still a more than fair price. Big shorteners have been uh, over kind of the opening month have been Parramatta. They're firmly into single digits now. Uh, super impressive, but. To be fair, this is what the Eels do. They start the season well. They beat up on bad teams. You know, we'll, we'll see. I'm certainly I'm prepared to put them in that top excellent teams. The Sharks, on the other hand, have been consistently very, very good. So uh, they're into $12 now. We tipped them out pre-season at $21. I think they, they are a sort side of with the the upside that they can kind of leap into the top four. So we'll get one of them pretty closely. Uh, for mine, though, Melbourne, was just doing Melbourne things on the, on the weekend. They kind of... Ryan Pappen hasn't said before the game that it's been a very different pre-season for them, that they have a very different feel to it. Yeah, they had a lot of players missing at the study, the they had some excuses. It was their their first kind of complete performance. Yes, it was against a, you know, the defending wooden spoon a team that, that won't be challenging for a final spot this year, but it was really the Melbourne of old, and kind of playing with that looseness that 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 yeah has marked who they have been over the last kind of couple of years. So uh, yeah, Melbourne for mine are the ones to beat. Uh, I know parents are favourite. They've just beaten the Souths again. Turning back-to-back is a very, very difficult task. So I'd be more than happy to lay them at the moment. They are certainly looking very thin in terms of person as well. When they're they're, they're best size on the paddock, they're obviously going to be very hard to beat, but not a lot of depth
0: there. Okay. Now, if you are serious about your NRL punting, head to Little Betty TV in the Little Betty shop that you can get GGOA from $22 a week. Serious about NRL? Get GGOA. MG. Now it's time for our best bets.
1: Yes, Nikki, that time of the week where we get our uh, early prices in, you're uh, up and about, you're rolling, you've tipped three in a row, you've uh, knocked top rope off the top of the leaderboard, he's none too happy about it, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> especially when we go to the graphics, he sees his name sitting second, he's uh, he's none too happy about it, but you got the uh, last week's results just quickly, you got the Lions, uh, you tipped them out at 33.5 at the start of the week, I think they closed 45, 46, so... Not only did you crush the line, and then they went on one by over 100. So easy watch for you. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Top Rope and myself did not get the job done. So for this week, Top Rope, uh, week five predictions. Uh, Sorry, we'll go to Nikki first, since she is the clubhouse leader. I didn't uh, mean to leave you out. For Sids and kids you are playing for, are you going AFL or NRL this week?
0: I'm swapping codes. I'm going back to the NRL, and I'm going to side with my babies here. So the Roosters at minus nine and a half to get the job done.
1: Okay, Roos is nine and a half, top rope for Wayside Chapel. Uh, who are you picking in the NRL this week? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Knights to cover
2: against Manly Thursday night. Let's get this done and dusted quickly. Hey, I'm
1: going to join you on Thursday night. I uh, haven't had a great record on the uh, first games of the year, but I like to get it out of the way. Uh, Melbourne, I'm going to uh, bet the minus 13 and a half there. As I said, the line is on the way up here, so... Um, getting quickly on that one. And they are the plays I'm playing for. Love me, love you this week. I need to catch a, can't give you any more start, Nikki. So uh, that's it for this week. They're the early tips.
0: All right. That is a wrap for this week on First Look. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Download our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow us uh, on socials, TV, Twitter and Insta. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Don't forget to join the boys on Friday when OB hosts them and we'll be back next week. Thank you. See you, Pundits.